Spider-Man. That shit's good. No Way Home. Oh, true. That was heat. That one was I even heat. thought the Doctor Strange was heat, too. For sure. Part two? Eh, it was all right. <laughs> I'm a big Doctor Strange fan, though. That's for sure. But uh, welcome back to the Sip and Speak podcast, everybody. As always, Lil Surf, TJ, New Heights in the building. Episode 12? 12. Episode 12. 12. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How are we doing, gentlemen? How are we doing? I'm feeling good today. Feeling good today. Uh, a little tired. Feeling a little mentally exhausted from the new job, but okay. you know, it's okay. You know niggas out here going to it right now, but we're thugging it out. Life is like a roller coaster, so motherfucker ups and downs. But we stay hung. Exactly. Hey, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that is also facts. It's better to have some problems than no problems. This Especially is true. When it comes to the female sometimes. This, this is true. That's funny. Female problem. Having some female problems is better than no female problems. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> Very somber speaking. <laughs> what they what they say? It's better to have loved in Austin never to love at all, or some shit like That's that. That's true. Look, there, there's y'all better keep listening. For sure. Definitely. Surf here talking. <laughs> As per usual. Uh, I'm sipping on some some of the finest homemade uh, coffee coming from the TJ household. Yeah, it goes. Pumpkin spice style, you know. Shout outs to my baby girl. For sure, for sure. I see you got the Lorraine as always. I see. <laughs> Sherbert Shabinsky? Nah, I got the lychee joint today. Oh, okay, okay. That's, that, that's probably my favorite one. It's busting. I feel like I've probably said my favorite one is a different one each episode. <laughs> that one is probably... I had that one yesterday, so it's probably my favorite. I'm trying to pull off the energy drinks. I mean, it's hard. Or even the caffeine, just like going to work. You want a coffee or some shit. You'd be hungry as fuck. Like, nigga, let me just drink a coffee to kind of you know? tame the hunger, all that. Like, right, I, We need energy out here. I need energy because I got to deal with people and my mental social battery... Just be getting a little drained at times. And the caffeine helps me ignore that. <laughs> facts, facts, that's for sure. Let's uh let's start with you, T. How's how's things going on the other side? Um life and shit in general. It's been good. The new job has been good, been settling in really well. Um, I feel like I've definitely like worked my way up to being, you know, I would say probably, you know, top ten percent of like servers there for sure. Uh <clears throat> and uh Definitely have been able to identify, you know, those who may not be as good as the others, but everyone there, everyone there is definitely like good. Okay. Qualified. There's nobody who's just like shitty at their job. So everyone there is good. Um, so it's been cool. Just uh, been trying to learn everything, get rid of the old factory menu and memorize this new menu with all this stuff. But it's been all right. I can't complain. These days I really can't. It's hard to being, you know, treated as nicely as they do over there. And uh, I've eaten the food twice. I get to eat the food one more time. And then it's pretty much go time. Seafood steak or? Um, so it's coarse stout. So like there's a starter, an appetizer, entree, dessert. There's also bread and a muse-bouche as well. And then we got coffee service, crazy wines, all this stuff. Um, so I, I, yeah, I got like a favorite. I have, definitely have like a favorite from each category for sure. I unfortunately can't disclose the menu items yet, but <laughs> once once we open, I'll be able to disclose that. <laughs> all, all I hear is money. It, it sounds like money 
a money job at the moment for sure. Yeah, it the, sounds like screen pans good. Pretty sure like the the like price. There's like a set price per seat. If you're a kid, they even have a kids prefix. So the kids, I think, is like around fifty bucks. So we're trying to get people to not bring the kids in. Yeah. And then uh, the rest of it, yeah, it's like a set price per person. I think it's like one twenty-five. Autograph automatically? Nah. Okay. Only on parties of seven. But just seeing the recommended tip percentage at the bottom after you get that four top, <laughs> I was like, damn, and that's not even with the wide. I'm so saying it's good. Four hundred on food alone. Um, anything quirky? Anything that you're like? Why the fuck do we do this? Like any kind of weird like practices? Uh, due to like the nature of the restaurant being fine dining, we're supposed to like serve everything from the right, clear always from the left. And obviously, there's gonna be times where you can't do that based on the table or whatever. But it's funny going in like, so you gonna make me carry on my right hand side? Like I gotta clear from the left, which means I gotta stack the plates on my good hand. But I normally carry them on my left hand. Okay. I don't know. I think I'm kind of weird that way because most people no, carry do, on their strong I, I, hand. I, I, I don't know. I do. I do mine's on my my uh, my non-dominant. Yeah. Like when that's I how play. you carry the plates, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah, I carry more plates on my my non-dominant hand. Uh, but it's I mean, you just learn it. The plates aren't nearly as heavy. Hey, that's. Always I was like, yo, this is it. I can carry about 800 of these. I was like, damn. Same thing where we work at, bro. That's yep. what this, so, she was light. Yeah. You, you so can see cool. the, the girl. Yeah, the girl phone or got six the plates in her hand. Like, the yeah. factory ones would be like fucking ten pounds of fucking empty plate. Yeah, bro, you you walk in from the patio, your arms shaking like. Yep, you're like shit, shit. Am I gonna make it? Am I gonna make it? Move, move, nigga. <laughs> and it's worse when you got the niggas that work there. I'm always complaining to this. I'm pretty sure I complained to you before, but I'm like, don't you just hate when you got we have we were working with the niggas that just are in La La Land when you got you're in either in a hurry or you got a bunch of shit in your hand. You're just like. <laughs> Nigga, move. <laughs> move. You're over there fucking in, in La La Land right now, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. You almost want to jam it in the back of their fucking spine. Almost. Just get them out the way. But yeah, it's been cool, honestly. And nothing to really complain about. I haven't served any actual live guests yet, but I feel like the clientele should be fairly like higher tier. Yeah. You shouldn't have to do too much talking, also. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they already know what they want. Like, exactly. it's already course, so it's already... It's course. We get to choose, but um, you have an idea. Like, once you sit... You coming into a fine dining establishment, I you, you better damn well be ready to, you know, pay that. Because you, you, yeah. you chose to come in here, you know I mean, what I mean? You definitely, like, not, price, you're definitely not getting no broke niggas in there, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, I come in there, nigga. I ain't tipping shit. But like, all right, what's that? <laughs> 240 hertz. <laughs> you got this, bro. <laughs> Facts, facts. Surf, my friend. How you doing, dog? Um. How was how was Planet Surf? It's a weird place right now, but you know, um. Frieza is attacking. How was Planet Surf? <laughs> you know, nigga, just trying to trying to le- level up to new endeavors, cutting out, cutting out some bad um, bad energy. Um. Of course, it's not easy, but some things need to be done. Any, but, sorry, any um, new practices or anything that you may have told yourself, I'm going to do this going forward or anything like that? Um, Probably just be more mindful of, uh, of uh, letting the wall down, so to say. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, but as far as um, just life in general, like TJ said, I can't complain. Just you know, some kinks in the 
some kinks in the chain that I gotta, I gotta work out. Work out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But we out here. <laughs> we are for sure. For sure. So I know you have a good, interesting food and bullshit. You said you had a good story. Oh story yeah. Whatever. Um. So this was like maybe a couple of days ago, maybe a week ago already. So there was only two servers on the entire patio. Okay. As you can imagine, some people just want to sit outside. So it's we talk about the factory. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. So there was two of us only out there, P seven and eight, and we were just getting right out the gate. We were just getting just fucking, just annihilated. <laughs> annihilated. Like oh, like going to check in. You know, like at the desk, you check in, get your little printout. Okay, so you're getting a little. You're getting a, a nine top. I was like, oh hey, fuck, let's go. I see them going. Going to take the the nine top out there, and I see, and I was just the. Uh, I see the ethnicity of the the, <laughs> and I immediately was like, "Fuck, it's gonna be that kind of game today." Mm-hmm. And the entire night, I was getting our kind of people, ah, uh, foreigners, ah. Oh, tough and, crowd, tough crowd. That is a and tough that, crowd. And that tough infamous crowd. red navy federal card. <laughs> mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So imagine just just getting just quadruple, triple all night on top of getting that. It's just like I'm getting fucked up getting these snickle fritz. All 18 and below. Mm. 18 percenters and below. Just like I was at a pause. I was just like, man, I'm about to walk out this motherfucking. These fucking hoes giving me all these cheap ass, broke ass motherfucking. And then my partner that was on there getting just as annihilated at the end of the night was like, oh, I made like two something. I made 120. Yeah. I was just like, mm. fuck this place. That's the worst. That's crazy. But That's the fucking worst. In the, and I had, a, I had um, needy motherfuckers, complicated motherfuckers, all of the above. Ep- that shift, though, every kind of server's worst nightmare was happening. Was happening on one shift, <laughs> like from. Oh, it's one check, and you go with the one check, then you op- you go to pick up the check. There's three cards in it. It's like you told me fucking one check. You know what I'm saying? Now I gotta stay at this fucking thing, separate this motherfucker. You know all of the above. So this day specifically, though, I had two tables that just really just just mind blo- mind boggled me. So I had one foreign table. She gets a pizza, a flatbread. So I'm getting slammed. I have like seven. I have a I have a party and like five other tables. So I'm just I'm nigga busy. So I see this distinguished look on her face. Like, oh, you know, like you check on your table. <laughs> They're already like halfway through eating. One of the one of the the, the, the people was a lady and two fruit uh, fruit balls. Um, <laughs> anyways, they sound like they're European or something. Pizza halfway done already. She goes. Oh, what kind of cheese is in this? I said, oh, it's like a mozzarella base, but it has like a blend of Fontina. Oh, I I thought it was only mozzarella. I have a da- uh, a cheese allergy. Get the fuck out of here, bro. What do you think goes on a pizza? I just stood there and literally like the way my night was going, I stood there and I stared at her. Just stared. I didn't say a word. I just stared at her for a good 15, 20 seconds. Didn't say a word. So it was like an awkward silence. I just stared at her. And I was just like, okay. So I grab it. As I'm walking away, 
obviously infamous factory shit. Adult is nowhere to be found mm. at times. So it's even setting me back even more. Because mm-hmm. now that I've got to try to get this comp and explain why the fuck. But in my head this whole time while I'm just standing there, I'm like, number one, why the fuck didn't you say that from the beginning? It's, it's pizza, and number pizza. two, th- what is the main ingredient in a fucking pizza? Please tell me. It, uh, cheese, nigga. <laughs> it, it maybe besides the no crust. Such, there's that, no such thing as. That's a crazy allergy right there. I can't lie. That's there's hilarious. no. If you have a cheese allergy, I didn't know it excludes certain cheeses because I thought that if you have a cheese allergy, you can't eat any kind of cheese besides vegan cheese. I'm not the expert. You have to go to tea on the uh, on the, the food science. A lot of them have the uh, the like lactate or whatever it's called, the like protein that people like can't process as well. But, but I think like buffalo skim mozzarella, I think that might be okay, which is probably what we use. But that's besides the point. If you say you got a dairy allergy, if you know you got a dairy allergy, and you go and order some damn pizza, wouldn't that be the first thing you say? You got to be like, what kind of cheese you use on there? I can have this, but I can't have these. And and then you would be like, sorry, it's a blend. I can't. Take it off. But then she ate half of it. This, and then she started telling me, I'm, 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 I feel like I'm getting an allergic reaction. Nigga. Nigga. I said, in my head at that moment, I was like, fuck, I hope your fucking so- throat swells up right now, bitch. <laughs> That's the case. You fucking me. You setting me up so behind right now for your fucking ass. At the same time, mind you not, at the same exact time, I had another table of two older aunties, like Felipe-type aunties, like, and their borderline were um, hitting me with some dementia kind of shit. Oh, um, not being mean, but when you're when you're when you're when you're jamming, it's like, oh, you're killing me right now, Auntie. You're fucking, you're fucking kill, you're you're killing me. You're literally killing me right now. So obviously, questions galore, re- rep- constant repeating of shit you literally just said because they're old, you know. One of them goes, oh, um, can I get this steak, da- uh, skinny steak medallions to go? Whatever. That comes out. I bring it to him. Um, fucking drop it off. And she's like, what is this? I'm like, what's oh, the skinny steak medallions you ordered? Oh, did I order this? That's the first one now. That's the first one. That's the first one. Mind you, this is the same time going on with the pizza joint. Whatever. <laughs> they get a hold of me again about some other bullshit. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, we'll go back. <laughs> I come back. Okay, we're taking my desserts, ladies. Then they start fucking asking like, oh, what do you recommend? Asking all the fucking questions. Like about 10 different cheesecakes. I was like, fuck, I shouldn't even have asked. So then they're like, oh, let's take about the salted caramel. I was like, oh, that's a good one. This and that. What do you recommend? I, I recommend the ones that I always recommend when people ask me cheesecakes because I don't like the over fucking rich ones. Mm-hmm. Then they go, okay, we'll get the banana cream one. So the banana cream, somebody is running my uh, help uh, running my cheesecake out. They get to the table with the banana cream. They're both looking confused as fuck at the person about to drop it off. I go over there, I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> oh, they didn't want this one. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, I thought you said the sh- fresh strawberry. I was like. When did I number one? I write everything down, so that's cap. And number two, why would I write down fresh strawberry? And that's not even close, not even close. So then they said, okay, whatever, take it. And then she goes, 
oh, can we get another one? The salted caramel? Yeah, yeah. The other friend starts getting in. Yeah, I think that's the one she wanted originally. <laughs> and I was just like, no, the fuck it wasn't. No, the fuck it wasn't. <laughs> to start off, you ain't even know what you wanted in the beginning. So don't try to tell me this is what you wanted. So, yeah. That was probably like... That was one of two very fucking rough shifts of my week. So, yeah. That's what I, I don't miss about that place is the chaos. Too much shit is out of your control sometimes. So, it's so chaotic because the menu is so huge. You don't know all the allergies on the menu to begin with. Like, you know, we don't have knowledge of the menu, but you don't know all the allergies and stuff. Yeah, I don't miss the chaos. I just don't. <clears throat> the money, even, like, I miss the money right now because I'm only getting hourly at the of new course. spot. But I, that that chaos, is it just hits different. Walking in there knowing I'm about to have a, about to be working in a shit show every day. Oh, the clientele is just fucking atrocious sometimes. Yeah, I thought that also is a huge yeah, I mean, part of it. It's- you get zip. It's you get game, dog. You get zi- you get Zippy's customers and shit like that coming in, thinking it's the fucking Zippy's or, or or some kind of drive-in place. It's like fuck no. I mean, that, I think you know a lot of the clientele you get right is like people who normally go to probably a place like Chili's or whatever, and then they think cheesecake is like that that higher end for yeah, them. Yeah, for sure. Because some families, cheesecake is like a ah, oh, do you guys want to go to cheesecake again? Like I want to go there, but other people, it's like yo, we save up once a month to go to cheesecake because that's our. But it it ain't fine dining. People my got guy. in suits, suits and ties sometimes. You like, know, like, it ain't fine dining. Like it's, this. I is, think it cheesecake to me is like it's elevated chilies. I feel like it's like a fast food fine dining. That's a good way to put it. Have you guys been to their the the Grand Lux before? That one is a, a notch to me. When I went there when I was in Vegas, it's a notch a notch higher than cheesecake. Mm. Cause they had a dish. It was like a my brother got like a pork chop. They have similar dishes like on the menu that it's like different name, but it's basically the same thing. <laughs> but they had a they had the pork chop, and I don't know if you remember Jamal. You was there when that we had the, the pork chop sauce on it and stuff like that. Yes. So they had a pork chop. There's one though. They had like a garlic mash with the pork chop, applesauce, and Brussels sprouts. Yeah. I was like, at cheesecake, you gotta fucking order this shit a whole si- separate side. But that was like a part of the the um, the dish, and I was just like, yeah, it's a little notch higher. They should sure. literally just go to fifty items. I mean, they should. They've been. But they won't. They've been stuck in their ways the, for the, the longer fucking, than we've been alive, probably. So that that prep team and cooks can't handle that fucking menu, bro. No one can handle that fucking menu. I I cooked for years. I could go back there and probably work any station, given a little bit of training, and nobody can. You could be a professional chef, work. 30 years of your life, the greatest cook on the planet. Gordon Ramsay can't handle that no, menu. No way. It's just the amount of times that shit's 86, there's never nothing that's not 86 at that place. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And all that new menu shit that we got, every fucking shift that I work, there's there's 86 not, uh, ahi nachos. Why the fuck would you put do all this work to get this, that every shift, I, every table... Oh, I'm sorry, 86. Oh, we came three like last week, and they said it was 86. I'm like, man, I don't know. What I to can't tell you. help you, bro. They, if they don't order the fish, I can't help you. I'm sorry. They're like, what? They're, they're, one table got mad. They're like, why the fuck would you put like same thing? I'm like, no, but trust me, bro. I, I feel 100 percent. That's exact. When we got it, that's the first thing I said. I said they're not gonna be. They're really never gonna up. have it. Yeah, that was what everyone said. We're never gonna have this on the menu. I just love they either how, don't have the fish or they don't have the wontons. It's one or the other. I just love how guests get mad when you don't have something. I came here for the tamale cakes. This is the only reason why I came here. All right, nigga, damn, like, well, like shit. sorry, I didn't. Like, yeah, if you you could literally leave, you don't have to sit and argue with me. If that's the reason why you came here, you can just. Well, get I'm just as pissed as you. Walmart could be out of shit, and 
it's whatever. But as soon as we're, yo, as soon as your restaurant, wherever's out of shit, it's a fucking problem. Like it's because they waited, because they chose to wait two hours to get sat, and now they're mad about well, it. But you wait to ride on the roller coaster, that motherfucker break down. Mm-hmm. Oh well. <laughs> All is fun at the factory, as always. I would say. Let's get into some topics, gentlemen. Some fucking topics. Where do you want to start? Where do we want to start? Anything particular? Not in particular. I'm down for any of the... You could ask me a funny question if you want. Huh? (laughs) Start wherever you like, sir. As men, we think to ourselves we want the prettiest, sexiest girl alive, longest hair, blah, 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 biggest butt, biggest boobs. But then we also want her to be the nicest person, super smart, the sweetheart, not going to cheat, not going to talk to any other guys and shit like that. My question today, gentlemen, is what the fuck do we really want as men? Or what do we need? I think... Or maybe you could take it more personal. Maybe what do you need, so to say? Um, Just somebody that's going to pull their own weight. Somebody got their own goals and dreams. Uh, somebody that's not lazy, go get her. But at the same time, it's hard because a lot of people be like, well, looks isn't everything, and don't judge a book by its cover. And I get that. But at the same time, it's hard because you got to be like, I want these attributes in somebody, but maybe I'm not physically attracted to them. That's the hard part for me is finding somebody that has both, that you're, you're, you can be physically attracted to, and has all those kind of attributes that you look for in a in a woman, so to say. I mean, shit, minus attraction, or minus the, the physical beauty part, everybody would be happy in the world. Oh, so facts. If that shit wasn't but this day and age, though, it's just, we're too, we're too brainwashed, too, uh, too comparable to other people's success in life, and it just, I feel like it really affects relationships and people... More so with women because, you know, you got, like, Kim K's and you got all these... this Social media, for sure, is, like, a dream killer because it's uh, comparison is, like, the the killer of all joy. You know what I mean? It because give you, like, a fake expectation sometimes. Exactly, so... It, can, can you repeat that one more time? He said comparison is what? Comparison is the killer of all joy. Y'all better listen. That's more quotes. Y'all, y'all better listen. <laughs> it really is, Jot though. down another one from Surf, everybody. Because <laughs> if, you, if you think about it, we find ourselves... On there, looking at people's success, whether it's like for like you know for me it's music. So I'll sometimes I'll find myself be like, okay, I gotta get me a little Kim K looking join or you know what I mean. And I and I tell myself like, well, I really don't. I mean, obviously, that's. But then I catch I have to catch myself because I'm just like that's just, you know what I mean. What I'm seeing all these IG models like I'm looking at it like how is this average girl put a little bit of makeup on, fluff her hair a little bit, show a little skin. 50,000 likes, 100,000, 200 likes, or 200,000 likes, and I'm just thinking about, you don't see niggas with that kind of likes. You know what I'm saying? Well, girls are way, way more, I guess, so candy than guys. that's what I'm saying, though. It's like, you tell yourself, like, I need to meet a bitch that got, like, 2,000 likes or whatever the kind of shit or this and that, and it's just, like I said, it's just, it's hard to find that, that balance between somebody that has all the attributes that you look for and that also at the same time that, phys- that physical attributes that attracts you. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's like, what do you, what are you willing to give up to gain, so to say? Like? And and for me, it's hard because, like, like for me, I'm I'm 27, and it's like I'm to the point where I want something steady, 
but at the same time, I don't want to be in something that's just going to bring me down or like bring me stress just for the lust part. You know what I mean? But then at the same time, it's just like, it's that hard balance that you got to try to find. The lust can confuse the fuck out of you. Not for, for sure. Make that yeah. shit. Make a girl look shiny as hell. Like, oh, no. I, <laughs> I, I swear she's a good person too. I, <laughs> uh, I mean, I feel like what men, I'm going to say, I think what I think men want is definitely, for the most part, they want, you know, the loyalty and they want someone with, you know, who's consistent and all this stuff. But what they really want is somebody who makes, who who is capable of making them feel like, like a man. You know what I mean? Like, like a, you know, you don't, not like, I don't need to be put on a pedestal, but somebody who is good at reminding you, you know, that you matter, you know, that, that whatever you're doing or whatever dreams you have are good things and that you should be reaching for them, like somebody who's like able to lift you up. Uh, and and I, I think that because, you know, like things like social media and like you were saying about the comparison and how it kills joy, a lot of people forget that they're capable of great things because they already see everyone else like doing great things. So they, you know, they put themselves on a lower pedestal. But I think every man needs someone whatever your preference is, <laughs> uh, to just lift them up and to remind them that they are capable of great things because your significant other, your wife, your woman, your girlfriend can lift you up just as easily as she can tear you down. Oh, that's for sure. Definitely so, that. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and, you know, the physical things matter. Everybody, everybody wants their ideal, like, physical type. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with being picky, you know. Just remember that while the physical things matter, it's not all that matters because uh, beauty definitely goes down <laughs> as time goes by. Very true. Very true. Flat. It don't matter how much you work out or whatever. Eventually, it will decline. But the so personality, so to say, is supposed to grow and get better. Yeah. yeah you know, sure, sure. It, and that is supposed to only get better with time if you found your right person. So. That's, that's what I would say, I feel like. No, I mean, great answer, uh, great explanation. We look at girls, say like we're in middle school, high school, there's like the three pretty chicks that everybody likes. It's kind of like a, maybe like a group mentality or whatever. But then you always have the one girl in your classroom, no offense ladies or anything like that, but maybe it's a little bit bigger or whatever, not so attractive, but... You guys always talk, always laugh, kiki every single day, yada, yada, yada. You know, of course she likes you, but then, you know, you're still going for the, the chick over here. Is that just like young man shit or? I have to say, I think that's young man shit. Because I think as most men get older and learn, you figure out that like maybe the the nerdy, quirky, whatever girl that is, you know, the corner office over there is way more compatible with you than the chick that everybody is going after. And, and you know, most times her beauty is typically the only thing that is, like, appealing because you figure out who she is as a person. And not for all women, but 
I feel like you can figure out who they are, and you're just like, damn, there's a lot of old girl in the corner office wasn't talking to me like that, you know. She was she was saying that the fact that I play Dungeons and Dragons is cool or whatever, and this female thinks I'm weird, you know, whatever it may be. I feel like, <clears throat> but then can you? It's also not right to like blame the attractive person though. It's not. Oh my, yeah, no, it's no, not no, my yeah. fault. Like I was born. Like yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Ain't nothing wrong with genetics. Some people just got it like that. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just. It depends how you vibe, I guess, too. But in the end, yeah, it, they're not. It's not their fault that they're beautiful. You know yeah. that that's all good. That's all good. I would say maybe my last point is a. Uh, think people want to show off their partner. I mean, like you're supposed to be prideful of your partner, but a lot of people like, I want this girl to know because they know so they can see I have the baddest girl, so to say. That I would say that's also a part of it, versus choosing the correct girl, maybe. I think I'd rather, this is personally speaking, I'd rather have the person I'm with know that I'm proud to be with him than like everybody else. Because I don't really care what everybody else think. As long as she know that I'm proud to be with her, then I feel like that's all that matters. But some people are different. They really want everybody to look at them and be like, I got the baddest one. For sure, for sure. I mean, you see the Instagram posts. All the time. National Girlfriend Day and shit like that. Okay, then what do you guys want out of a relationship? Like, what would you need from a partner? Well, sir, if you're, you're the single person, so is there anything in particular you think a girl could bring to the table to maybe elevate you? Just just the support, like, you know, like, because I got mad niggas that I know that will rock with me, that will rock for me, like, through thick and thin, like, if I was down bad. But there's there's a part that only, like, a female can provide you know what I mean? Whether, besides just the sex part and all that shit. You know what I mean? Just having that that support from a female is just different. You know what I mean? It's a different kind of motivation. It's a different kind of inspiration that you get. You know? Um, yeah, just 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 uh, just support mainly, and you know. Yeah, basically. Hold you down? Yeah, just just just, just to sure. hold it down, basically. You know what I mean? Cause that's a hard, that's hard. These, especially these days, like I said, to my point earlier, it's just hard to find somebody to just hold you down and keep it ten toes with you. You know, somebody to lift you up, right? Support you. Know what I'm you. Cause it's easy to find. It's easy to find abroad to like, you know, do the do it, you know. But then, after that, it's just like okay, well. You know what I mean? It's like niggas ain't twenty one anymore. Twenty twenty one, just you know. Living a good life. Like, the older you get, the more you want something steady. For me, anyway, that's just my yeah. thing. You're looking for a life partner. Yeah. I, right? mean, like, I mean, but look at all the successful couples, too. Like, people think, well, well you're doing your music thing. And like, people will be like, oh, their child will tell me, oh, you're doing your music thing. Like, you, the last thing you think, you, the last thing I should be thinking about is locking something down. But at the same time, I'm like, niggas, you don't see, like, Kendrick and his girl, Jay and his girl. Like, part of their success is having somebody to hold them down through thick and thin. Yeah. yeah, we you don't know, know how mean? many conversations they made went to like a oh, babe, yo, this shit's killing me and then she might have talked him through that mm-hmm. wrote r- rose me up yeah. and I just wrote my fucking I just wrote the control verse or whatever, like I'm Kendrick hey, Lamar you, and shit like You know J. Cole love his woman, bro. Oh yeah, for sure. He, for he sure. don't be with no females in any of the videos. Nope. He'd just be like, I need a my own side of the studio over here where we're shooting at so I can just do my little, you know. No females can be around. But that's also a happy home. That's a happy marriage or happy relationship. Yeah, for sure. For if sure. it's Opposite, say it's toxic as fuck. J. J. Cole, a real nigga. I I seen a video online like a while back. I don't know. You guys probably seen it. 
where the nigga from Power fucking went to go tell Jay and uh, Beyonce hi. And this nigga damn near made out with Beyonce. Oh, and, I, I seen that clip. I seen that clip. And then there's another time where Cole goes up to Jay and Beyonce and he straight daps her up. Yeah. He doesn't even go for a kiss. And I'm like, that's a real ass nigga right there. I'm yeah. on that same vibe, but Hawaii style is more of a no, for sure. kiss for sure. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, no, it's respect. Respect. It's it's it's, it's big respect. You you can versus tell that. the nigga from Power literally like put his lips right <laughs> next to him. He's like, I'm finna get the uh, whole corner. I'm, 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 gonna get, I'm gonna touch that motherfucking lip. <laughs> <laughs> that lip, lip. Oh, that's funny as hell. Um, T, anything that your partner is giving you in particular that say you made him needed? Uh, relationship. I would say uh, it's hard to narrow it down, so to say. I would say the genuine just care and love for my own like well-being and success. Uh, even if things are going to like take away from like our relationship, you know, like take time away from it, as long as it's, you know, something positive or something good, she's always supported that. Oh. And uh, that's hard to find because in the past you be with people and they're just like, no, like, don't go do this, don't go do that. Um, but with her, it's always been supportive and pushing me forward. And it hasn't been, you know, uh, like, uh, just, you know, rainbows and sunshine. You know, there's struggles, but that's probably what I value the most is her support for anything. And it's vice versa, too. Anything that she wants to do, I, I try to stand behind her and push her forward as well. And that's, I think that's how we continue growing. The strength. The strength. Yeah. I mean, you know, because like, like I said, you're looking for like a life partner at our age. You're not looking for just some female to show off on Instagram. Like you're actually looking for somebody that you want to be with in the next 10, 15, 50 years and look back and be proud of everything that you did up until that point together. So, I mean, I guess when you get older, you realize that you can only have sex so many times a day before. All right, we got to have a conversation. In this exactly. Shit, right? <laughs> exactly. I did can't exactly. get any harder, so fuck. <laughs> uh, for myself, I would say companionship was probably the, the thing I was looking for the most. Like, just that, like Sir said earlier, like you, you get love from your boys, but it's a different kind of love you get from like a girl, so to say, mm -hmm. or like a partner or a companion, for sure. And I think that was something I always longed for. And then when you think you find it, or you think you have it, and then it's gone, it's like, that shit hurts like a motherfucker. So that's like, fuck. But right. once you find it, eventually it's like, ah. Shit's dope. Shit's dope. This is what we need, ladies, men. Take down notes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> Take down notes, ladies. <laughs> That's for sure. Any any final words? Any closing thoughts or anything? Uh, for anyone genuinely looking for somebody, it's okay to be picky. Also, be patient, and uh, don't settle. Big facts. Yeah, for sure. I can go. Ten, 10 more hours on don't not settling and shit. Hell, you know that. Okay, well, let's kind of roll into kind of keep your relationships. First date etiquette, gentlemen. I just recently had a little two-top sitting down, came in, walked up over to them. They were kind of quiet. Uh, they weren't ready to order. They actually waited like 15 minutes to order and shit. We're not ready, we're not ready. It's kind of just watching them. They were just both looking at the menu, cell phone, no conversation, no interaction or anything like that. So I was like, either this is a really awkward first date 
or then maybe they're just a couple that's been together for a minute. Sometimes you be like that with your girl, just like, and we just had a 40 minute conversation in the car, like, yo, niggas try to play some Orna and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, any first date etiquette tips or any first date stories or anything, gentlemen? If you go on a first date, I think the best advice you can give anybody is first of all, you already, you're going on the date already, so you, you got that locked down. Go in with zero expectations. <laughs> just you. go in. Just go in chilling. Like, you're just meeting a new person, and it, it'll be fine. And also, don't talk about yourself too much. Try and, for both people, right? Try and get the other person to talk a little bit. Because I feel like if all you do is talk, you're not, you don't get a chance to get to know them, and it's going to make them just not want to see you again because now you just seem self-centered. Because they literally have nothing else to go off of. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Very true. Yeah, so go in with no expectations, honestly. If you go in expecting too much, you're going to end up passing through a bunch of good potential uh people for yourself and if you go with no expectations you i feel like it's easier to just weed out the ones you like and don't like okay for sure for sure should i be on my phone like oh put that shit away yeah. <laughs> put it away put it away don't even put it on the table just put it away keep it in your pocket or put it on the, the chair next to you face down keep your vibrator on or whatever and then just just don't even look at it because, I mean, it's literally two hours probably going to be with the person. I mean, hopefully the conversation is interesting as fuck anyways where you're, you're, you're mm-hmm. locked in and fully focused or whatever. Yep. Me, I try to, like, try to ask about their life. Like, I try to learn about their family. I usually come up with like, the same questions, trying to figure out what, the, like, what kind of dreams they have. Mm-hmm. I usually ask them, like, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? Just to kind yeah. of see what the fuck they got going on. So exactly. Exactly. And then, you know, from there, you just try to fill in the jokes and shit like that. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I used to be a nervous wreck, so you'd just be like, fuck, you know, heart beating like a motherfucker, just yep. like, all right, let me try to come and say, yeah, so yeah, mm-hmm. what you, what you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that shit's dope, though. Also, uh, go somewhere where there's AC, so in case you're nervous, you could just pop a jacket on to cover the sweat if that's, the nigga sweating. Ooh, that's fucking key. That's the key as fuck. Because, uh, you know, we be out here sweating. You get nervous, you sweat, until you get to know them, they're going to make you nervous, you know what I'm saying? So go somewhere with AC so you can just throw a little cover up over if you're sweating. I'll give, I'll give you a tip. Uh, go with like a stuffed animal or something. Write the date on the tag and be like, give it to her and be like, this just in case, you know, our, our relationship grows or we actually go somewhere. We got this little memento and shit. And if not, you got this little thing just in general for me. That's what I did with my girl and she fucking loved that shit. Wow. She was like, oh shit. I was like, yeah, you know, nigga out here and shit. Nigga out <laughs> We potting. We out here. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you serve? Talk to these niggas. Tell them how the single swag goes. I mean, I think that first date is like a crucial part because that's where you, you have your opportunity to pick each other's brains. Um, yeah, like like TJ said, you just want to make sure it's like a nice little balance with the conversation. You don't want to say too much about yourself, and then you just give each give each other the time to talk. You know what I mean? And then, like I said, just pick each other's brains, and. Obviously, nigga, if you're the man, you better be paying for that motherfucking yeah, yeah. joint. That's for sure. If you're suiting, definitely paying. There's a there's a person there's a person that I know <laughs> that had an opportunity <laughs> with a person that I wish I had that not wish but I had a if I had the opportunity with that person, I would have been like, nigga, is you is you crazy? <laughs> I think that's just being a gentleman. Like, I mean, it's just I would think it would be common sense, but I just thought about that and I was just like, oh my god, you had the wrong you had the wrong nigga on the date. 2022, I guess, so, you know, maybe it's equal opportunities. (laughs) 
Niggas, don't don't be asking girls on dates if you broke as fuck, nigga. Or, don't do or, it. Or, or get creative. Yeah, for sure. Or get you creative. best be learning Picnic. how to. You best learn how to cook. Picnic or something or cooking yeah. is probably your best bet if you ain't got bread like that. I mean, and if you really ain't got bread, you could be basic and ask them to like go have coffee or something. Even if it's a fuck at ice cream, you broke ass nigga. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Niggas, get your money up, not your funny yeah. up. Any? Uh, oh no no I I I fully agree with the, the get your money up, not your funny up, or just get creative with it. Yeah, for sure. Even more so, how you gonna like? I know a lot of niggas like to go all out, like dress up, swag or whatever. You can't be doing that. Take a girl to a date and then be like, "Oh shit!" Oh. You just look like a fucking bozo. Gucci yeah. out like, "Oh shit!" Oh. I'm gonna leave a five dollar tip. Let's go. Yeah, or get the an, fuck out of here with that. Another good tip too. Do something that won't last too long, but is okay if it's longer. Like, don't just go to dinner because now you're locked in for a couple hours. If you don't like the person, now you're stuck. Mm-hmm. Do something that's like, like I feel like lunch is can be quick, or you can sit there for a while and have a drink. Don't don't lock yourself in for too long because these niggas can be weird. I was just gonna say a late like a late breakfast lunch. Yeah, that yeah, shit's like fast. A- you know, because you could make that shit mm-hmm. 30 minutes. Like, yeah, right. yeah. You can make it quick and get in get out. <laughs> Eat the fuck out your sandwich real mm-hmm. quick. Oh, And if you have a successful first date that was kind of basic, like dinner, do something interesting for the second date. You got to mix it up. Don't just be basic the whole time around. What if it didn't go as good the first date? Anything that we should do to have a strong bounce back? Say, say you didn't fuck it up, but you could tell that she was like, ah, this nigga kind of... Um, I think... You gotta hit him with a wow factor for the second one, uh, and that's that could be hard to do. But if you got like a wow factor in your back pocket, like maybe you you like to like go to film festivals or whatever. Like it's, it can't just be like oh like let's catch a movie next week. Like you gotta take it up a notch. Yeah. Um. So I, it's something different. You gotta you gotta get different with it. Like maybe you know somebody who drives a boat and you can go That's do, fine. do something fine. like that, you know. That's fine. That's fine. But if if you don't got a wow factor for the second date and you feel like you bombed the first one, you might just gotta take your L, or you can just be like, "Look, I was fucking nervous. I'm sorry." And some people are cool with that. They they like honesty. So. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's hard to hard to gauge, but you gotta get real creative. But look, I'm a five star chef. Let me take you on a picnic. <laughs> something more my element. I hate. Being in social situations or whatever. Gordon Ramsay trained me. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, hit him with that. And then you show up with a grilled cheese and be like, I was just playing. But I do make a great grilled cheese, though. <laughs> hey, that's real, that's real. Yeah, I don't know. Hit him with something cool. If you can. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Hey, the first date is key as fuck, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't, dr- don't over drink. Don't try to get too crazy. Mm-mm. Like that. Yeah, and I, I would say the movies is actually not a good date, in my opinion. It's not. And, and if you're a certified couple... Then fine, because... Definitely not for our first supposed to be no. locked in exactly. watching a movie and shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I seen a, a YouTube video from a long time ago where he was like, he was talking about dating, and he was like, if you happen to get stuck in the dinner and a movie situation, you always watch the movie first so you got something to talk about at dinner. Facts. True. <laughs> that that works, that works, that works, that works. But I feel like if it's just like, oh, do you want to go see a movie? Yeah, yeah, uh, like, yeah. like, what are we going to do? Sit there and look at the movie, not talk to each other. We're not going to get to know each other at all. Facts. Did you guys ever watch that show, uh, The Pickup Artist Show? It used to be on VH1. They had like a, like five or six nerdy niggas. Like, you know, I never had a girlfriend in my life. Like, I'm 28 or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they blah, swag blah. them out. <laughs> well, this guy, is supposed, he wrote a book. I forget his fucking name, but he wrote a book about pickup lines. He's like supposed to be the world's number one pickup artist. It was like 2000 and probably like 10 at the time, maybe like mm-hmm. eight. 
he, he had hilarious ass shit. Like he walked up to a group of, group of girls and was like, "Do you girls like pickle juice?" And they're like, "What?" But that like I guess opened the whole conversation up, and then he killed them from there. I was like, "Oh damn, okay." So they all like pickle juice. <laughs> he, he he was in the club though. There was two girls like standing there talking. He's walked up like any girls like pickle juice or some shit, and they were just so confused that. Huh? He just oh, he cracked the whole thing open. Yeah, like, okay. definitely, definitely. He broke the ice already. Definitely not something I would gamble with though. No, yeah, fuck yeah. No. Like, I, I'm not leading, but do you like pickle juice? You know, if you lame nigga, like, oh shit, like, yeah. you're fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> you smell like pickle juice, bitch. Like, <laughs> oh shit. That's I, I was somebody who would uh, yeah, I mean, high school recycle game, bro. I just fucking use those same lines and words from. Uh, see, that's where you can get away with it though. For sure, one one girl to the next, like. Some girl called me out on it actually one time because I tried to talk to her or her friend, then her. Ooh. But I was like, bitch, it's whatever. Like, yeah, nigga, I'm trying. Like, yeah. It's about quantity, man. Exactly. <laughs> I was young, so we you just You miss it. 100% of the shots you don't take, so that, far away. That is for damn show. True, but should we always shoot? Is it always correct to shoot? Or should we? Nick, if the shot gra- wide open. It's a great, <laughs> to me, I think that's a gray area. Yeah, it is tough. It's a gray area because you just. Like I said, you don't know until you ask. Yeah, I feel like Cause you got to take... The woman, nine times out of ten, is not going to ask you first. You, you're right. You, know? you, you got to take... If you feel like your life will change drastically if you get this email, then you got to take the shot. But if you feel like, you know what? It ain't that big a deal. Let me just let her be at peace. Then let her be at peace. Okay, okay. To me, I find it like... Obviously, rejection sucks. But it's better to get that rejection than that unknown like, oh, fuck, this, this bitch could have been my wife ten minutes from now. If I If I... Would have said something. You know what you I mean? Know, you never know. Exactly. Well, that's that's a gray area to me. The worst thing to always hear is, "Oh, I always liked you, but we just, you know." And, and, then, and then she, ah. you never asked me out. Exactly. Like, ah. That's that's when you go to Home Depot and you're just like, "Where the fucking rope section?" That's real shit. That's the worst shit to hear. Like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. That that one hurts. That one definitely hurts. Like, if you just stepped it up, nigga, we could have been. Oof. Yeah, that's tough. Oh, that would that would fuck me up. <laughs> yeah, that would fuck me up. That is the worst shit. Like, damn. That's like, that's on some fucking. I was just pussy as fuck. Like, damn, I was just being pussy. Like, as I was shit. a young nigga, bro. That, exactly. That, like, that right there is on some Eminem shit. Like, you know, I just drank a fifth of vodka. Dare me to drive. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm out this bitch, like, damn, dog. Yeah, first dates, everybody. Love that. Oh <laughs> yeah. What we got we, we got, got all the game on here on, on about relationships and, and all that. Right. So we, just, we could that has to be a, a series for us eventually. Uh, oh yeah, we could do dating part all two. All the dating, the dating part two. Not only is that you know the most like like our like our biggest episode you could say, it's it's people just they want to hear that shit and they yeah. want to hear dudes just go on rambles about it for some reason. Oh, I just, I've got plenty of stories. I've chased after plenty of girls and been unsuccessful. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got stories for days, successes. Failures, the times you fell flat on your face. I skipped school with my homeboy. was talking to this chick. Uh, We pulled up to school after. Mm -hmm. She was walking out or whatever. I had bought a stuffed antelope from Walmart. I'm in high school. Nigga had no money. So this is is probably all my cash right here. Spent my last $17 or whatever, dog. Gave her the animal. Went for a kiss. She just dodged out of the way. A nigga fell forward, like almost like fell on the ground and everything, bro. I was so embarrassed, dog. We drove to school, too. I went on the bus, rode the bus home, like. By myself, nigga, I was like, yo, fuck these bitches, dog. Like, <laughs> I'll never, I'll never treat no female nice ever again. <laughs> How dare she dodge me? <laughs> I can see it in my head right now, too. I remember just going in for the kiss and just, like, oh, fuck. All her friends are around. Everybody's oh, looking at me. I was just, fuck. Mm. 
The Colts, but we all we all can't be Floyd Mayweather's out here. We're fucking undefeated, niggas. niggas got oh, yeah, some L's. We got here. L's. We take L's out here. They're lessons. They're all lessons for sure. Hmm. I like that. Not losses. Lessons. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Um, let's see. Do you guys think our pay scale, pay model, works still in society, where you work your eighty hours or forty hours and you finally get your paycheck on Friday? Versus, so I know certain restaurants, they have like a debit card where you can get half your pay at the end of your shift or whatever like that. But why not move on to a full pay scale? For us waiters, it works out perfectly. Yeah, we can get cash. Um, I think there's a lot of things that can factor into it. Because I think about the commodities I need on like a every few days basis. And there's not like too much that I need like every few days. I think about like weekly, like I definitely got to get gas. But if I only get paid once every two weeks, then maybe I need like a little money for gas. If I was only working an hourly type of job, which I don't think I ever really would again. But yeah, I think it just depends on your living situation. So I feel like the the half paid thing works well or jobs that pay weekly is definitely, I feel like a good good in between because you're not waiting. Because two months without like, money per se if you're only at one income and you're not getting that income for two more weeks that's kind of crazy no yeah this day in society it's hard to just survive a five-hourly job for sure i would say the worst shit is getting that paycheck two weeks and you fucking just spend it's immediately month, it's um, immediately gone immediately spend 90 percent of that shit and you're like all right well fuck 13 more days now left like <laughs> to the next paycheck and shit mm-hmm. for us it's cool because like i said we make even if it's 120 dollars, it's still 120 dollars taken home that day that if we may need it, why not? I know like a, a, a cook one at a hotel is making like $27 an hour. So that's a decent paycheck after the eight-hour shift or whatever. That they could still use if you got any bills versus waiting two weeks. Mm-hmm. But then what if you're working like fucking, you're working at Spencer's and then you're working three hours a day, $9 an hour. It's like, do I really want that 36 bucks at the end of my shift? Or I can yeah, what you really doing shit. with that? What you really doing with that besides buying food, spending it all, and regretting it after? You can spend that in one place so easily just on food. That's a bag of chips. <laughs> so I can I can see how getting it after two weeks it can't help you because you don't have access to it until the actual comes in. Yeah, they, it, it depends your personality. Another you know? another thing I feel like factors into that is just the state that you live in and the economy. Uh, true, 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 very true. Because we live in the most, one of the most expensive states you could possibly fucking live in. So, yeah. definitely more crucial for people living in our state for sure. I mean, over here, the average person probably works two jobs for the most part. Oh, 100%. Everybody here does five different things. They got their real estate license, their server once or twice a week, they got their main job, they probably got a night job. They probably have a fucking stay at home thing, you know, mm-hmm. fucking selling Monet yep, or they, whatever the yep. fuck. <laughs> selling Monet. Or, oh yeah, or like, you know, they sell bakery goods at the local f- farmer's market. I don't know. I always look at a job like, say, like Jamba Juice. Like, how the fuck do you guys survive? Like, are you living they, with your parents? Is they your don't. Job? That's exactly what they do. I just, I'd be so confused because, I mean, I've had hard times and I'm, sometimes I make great money, like, and still have hard times. Like, fuck. Like, yeah. Uh... Yep. So I just thought, if that was just a thought, because sometimes it does suck just to wait two weeks to get paid and shit. Nah, yeah, the, I mean, capitalism in itself. It's just, you know, it has its good things and it's bad. And that type of pay schedule, it's tough, bro. It's tough. Unless you're making over 150 k a year and each paycheck is fat and you're living under your means, yeah, you probably, 
would like to have your money every week or twice a week. I don't know. Yeah, just a little food for thought and shit. Maybe fucking move the world over to mm. service style service and shit, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> get get your bread up. Get your wealth up. Get some oh, crypto. Uh, my friend TJ. What up? What up? Uh, kind of just just a theory and a thought. You're African American. Your father. Half. Yep. Do you feel black, so to say? Well, a nigga real pale skinned over here. But uh, growing up, I definitely like my. If you were to like meet my father and his sister and my and my sister, like everybody real black. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm just really, really light skinned. I just came out there. My dad's pretty light too, but he def- you can definitely see the black in him. So like growing up, I had like friends are white or Asian or whatever, and you know like you could say like I was like their black friend, you know. And but then when I hang out with like black folks, I was always like light bright. <laughs> this nigga ain't black, ain't no way. Then they meet my family and they're just like, damn, this nigga black, but he just don't look like it. All in all, I feel, I feel like well connected with my roots and. The, the food I ate growing up and the culture that I lived in. And I don't necessarily like, I don't, I feel like I don't fit the like black stereotypes per se when it comes to like, you know, we're a little more loud, a little more rambunctious, but some of the coolest people to always be around, you know, I feel like I fit some of that stuff, not all of it, but I, I definitely feel like, I do feel black, even though I got teased for being light skinned all the time. I mean, Different shades. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> one, I, was, I talked to my aunt about it one day, and she was like, her response was, black people come in all shapes and colors. That's for sure. That's I was just sure. like, I, I, thank you. I, I appreciate that, because a nigga out here real, real, real pale. <laughs> any any interactions that may have felt like a disadvantage or like uh, any time, like just random shit, maybe like a grocery store or some fucking clothing store, any kind of shit, like um, they thought it may have been specifically because you're black? I feel like when I'm applying for a job, sometimes I put that on there because oh, I feel like check that equal, equal employment <laughs> opportunity, you know. Uh, but you know, I nah. I feel like when I, like if I go eat somewhere, I feel like people don't look at me and go like, "Ah, oh, great, he he finna tip me fifteen percent." Okay. I okay. feel like I feel like I I get like less of the negative stereotype. But you know, I, I do feel black. I mean, I, I mean, I, I get the black energy from you, so you're, I appreciate you're, that. For, yeah, okay. I try. That's I try to give it off. You know, you look actually like my cousin, literally, like light skin as fuck, just like you, short hair, all that shit. Is he Puerto Rican? Because <laughs> that's what I get all the time. Nah, he's, uh, he's <laughs> people always ask me if black, I'm Puerto Jamaican Rican and Chinese. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. He got the small eyes like me. Yeah, yeah literally light skin, all that shit. So, okay. I just have uh, I've had interesting interactions here growing up i didn't really have too many like racial interactions never any opportunity i felt like motherfuckers being type racist shit so to say but over here though i've had grocery store i went to like fucking buy like blunts had like three dollars in singles lady fucking looked at all my singles like they were faking shit swiping all this shit i was like what the fuck like yo just buying like a pack of blunts or whatever i had a lady snatch money out of my hand but then I started laughing and like shaking my head, and then she just after that like apologized and became like all like happy and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, four seasons on Lanai, this fucking lady lost her purse. She told all the guys to stop me, stop him, stop him. We gotta find our purse. I, th- I think he might have took it and shit like that. Come to find out that one of the uh, the people in our group took it back to the room or whatever and shit. 
she tried to give me twenty dollars and that shit. Like, oh, here you go. So sorry. Like, bitch, get that shit away from me. Like, nigga, innocent, so to say. Like, I didn't do shit. But I was just curious because I, I feel like people see black people as a monolith. Mm. So how I carry myself is I try to say, all right, people are gonna try to look at it the same. So I gotta make sure I carry myself at the highest standard. Make sure everybody feels comfortable around me. This, this, and that. Make sure everybody's happy. Make sure people all. Oh, make sure that I don't see like, oh. He's black or he might be dumb or some shit. So, you know, they got to come intellectual and shit like that. Yeah. I, I feel like sometimes I got to, you know, people tell me like, wow, you, you speak so proper and this and that. But I'm just like, oh, you know me like in the workplace or you know me professionally, but you know me as a friend. You definitely probably going to feel it like, yeah, he, he, he black. He black. That's what's up. That's what's up. Just interesting experiences, I would say. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Especially, like, looking back on, like, you know, where we came from in society, where I feel like today it's almost more glorified being black. Like you were saying, being black is like a monolith, whereas in the past it just wasn't that way, so. Yeah, definitely. Um, Surf, do you feel any different from, like, say, your people? Because, I mean, you're, you yourself, you're more urban, so to say, more city, more, like, hip-hop, if you had to put it in, like, that kind of category versus, like, Say, like, regular Hawaii-style country, maybe. I know you grew up in, like, hunting and shit like that. Um, I just got more under, I feel like I got more understanding, more connection to, like, that, that, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I got Cali roots, you know. Um, I was raised bumping hip-hop from elementary i had a walkman in fourth grade that's what i went for christmas because i just love music hip-hop you know um i'm also a minority myself you know puerto rican you know some it's a it's a controversial thing they say oh well it's black and spanish whatever whatever people do believe but i definitely i definitely like i feel like i can relate to a lot of stuff like especially other like people that are also minority, especially the more more so like black Mexican mm-hmm. or Spanish Mexican, I can relate to like, you know, some of the like, uh, like 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 the history. I'm more familiar with like the history, like you know, like the you know, like the fucking just from like the slavery to all that shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I definitely have like a soft spot in my heart for for that side too, and like I said, like. I just don't understand like how some people can be on that racial shit these especially this day and age. Mm. Um and it's kind of it pisses me off, but at the end of the day there's nothing we could do about it, but just like how you guys said just how we carry ourselves and how you handle the situations basically cuz like half of the time they're just trying to get a reaction out of you. Yeah, for sure. You know. Anybody ever like try to call you a poser or like question your hawaiian card or like was anybody in your family was like oh why are you acting like this like uh sometimes like they'll be like oh how, how can you talk the way you talk how can you say nigga this and that and it's just like well first of all like you know what i mean i don't look at the word nigga as like a like a thing like i'm trying to be you know like oh i'm, I'm like 100 percent black you know what i mean it's to me it's like saying like, bro or bra or fucking dude to me, you know what I mean? Because, number one, I'm a minority myself. And number two, I never had a racial 
racial discriminating thought in my mind in my entire life, you know, because growing up in Hawaii, everybody, almost 99% of everybody out here is mixed of some kind of ethnicity mixed with another one. Melting pot for sure. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so, yeah. And like, for example, one of my siblings, he came out hella white. He looked like, you was, if you was to look at me and my two other brothers, you would think like, you guys all have different, different, different parents for sure. Did he get bullied in school? Had to be like, nah. Oh, okay. okay. Nah, no. But like no disadvantage or anything? Nah, no, but he definitely looks like, you know, he's, 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 he's he, the, the nigga came out white. Like, you know what I'm saying? He pulled that, <laughs> he pulled the, he got that white gene, you know, because yeah. my other brother came out dark, darker than me. You know what I mean? So he looked, my other brother looks hella like Hawaiian, Puerto Rican mix. And then my youngest brother looks you know, like white, white, kind of white Puerto Rican, but more so like on the whiter side. But he kind of got like the little curly hair a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I mean, I've had scenarios too, where like people, you know what I mean? Like when I was in the mainland, be like, well, this fucking, this probably thought either this beaner or this fucking, (laughs) this spick or, so I definitely know. That's what I'm saying. Like I've had vibes like that come on to me before from, from people for being of a certain kind of ethnicity for sure. Yeah. I mean, I I think eventually all the old people are going to die. With those views, I mean, of course, you'll still have those people with those views and thoughts all across the world, but I think eventually they'll just slowly and surely be pushed out of the way. Mm-hmm. Every, eventually, the whole world will be probably just mixed, mixed as a whole. But uh, any any final words, gentlemen, for the pod? Any, uh, any last topics or anything we want to cover? Or All I got to say is, niggas... Like I said before, get your money up, not your funny up. Ladies, know what you want. Please, just know what you want. Mm-hmm. Comparison is the killer of no joy, right? right? Comparison is the killer of all joy. Okay, okay. Let that one sink in. Yeah, for real. That, that could be the name of the episode. That's, that's probably, probably the title, everybody. That's probably going to be the title. <laughs> so you're going to see it, and then you're going to hear it, and you're going to keep hearing it. You're going to feel it. Yep. Uh... All I got to say is, you know, ladies, gentlemen, get your money up, not your funny up. (laughs) This is the Sip and Speak podcast, everybody. Surf, TJ, New Heights, Yasersky, Shampoo, nigga. Shampoo, nigga. Shampoo, nigga. Till next week.